young and old, amen, uh, male and female, you need to hear what God is saying to you today in your situation. There shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. There shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Of course, the rod that came out of Jesse is Christ, Jesus, amen. But God is talking to you today. Are you following me? Now, this is to the believers. And I believe that you are a believer. That's why you're here today. God is about to do a new thing in your life if you believe it. And I know that you believe it. All this week, starting uh, this past Monday, up until Friday, I've been hearing in my spirit, I am an enigma. You know my spelling ain't the best. Couldn't even find an dictionary, so I forgot about it. Heard it again on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I am an enigma. Thank you. <laughs> but anyway, enigma, it means to speak in riddles. It means hard to understand. Or else a code that is hard to crack. A mystery. Amen. But yet God is going to do it. How many believe that? Do you love me, saints? Thank you, Jesus. That first verse again. There shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. I mean, that's a riddle. That's a parable. That's not very clear. But that's the way God talked. Talk to me, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. And it says, a branch shall grow out of his roots. See, the branch is the new thing. Now, God talking to you today that believe. The branch is the new thing that God is going to do in your life if you believe this thing that God showed me. The root is the enigma or the mystery or else the rock of ages. The root is very old. Talk to me, somebody. And that's the way God do things. You know, God makes us promises and we just blossom and we just shine. We be so happy. Amen? And then as soon as your little, your little vision of what you believe in God begin to sprout up, talk to me, somebody, the devil come and pluck it up. He come and pluck the branch. He come to kill your dream. He come to kill your vision. But what he do not know, the root is still in the ground. That's God. That's the enigma. Everything the devil took from you, God let him took it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because a branch still going to grow out of his root. You got to keep on believing God. How many of y'all hear me? A branch going to grow out of that same root. The devil then cut your little, you know, you try to get your little job before get talking. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Get your little whatever, fiance or whatever. For kill it, for get started. Amen? Or your, little, your, your business or whatever you're trying to do. Talk to me, somebody. But God is a mystery. God let these things happen. So that no flesh would be able to glory when it do happen. But this branch, now let's read of, amen. There shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. Talking about Christ, of course, coming out of David. And a branch shall grow out of his root. Now God told me that the root is very old. The root is the rock of ages. That's the mystery. Nobody don't know how God came into existence. Only thing we know that God has been here forever. He is forever existing. He is Alpha and he is Omega. He is the beginning and the ending. He is the first and the last. He is the rock of ages. He is the sweet rose of Sharon. Hallelujah. He is the lily in the valley. 
But even when the enemy comes and try to cut the top off the lily, it's something left in that root that the devil don't know about. Hallelujah. And when God get ready, he's going to bring a branch up from that same root. You got to keep believing. Now, I know this is strange. It's strange to me. But God gave it to me and told me to preach it, to put this thing in your spirit so you'll start understanding. Do you love me, church? Somebody say, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. See, too many, we live in a day and hour now when there's too many fortune tellers and soothsayers. And they love to steal the word and try to get God's glory. But I got to tell you that God is going to move. So God put it in the heart of the true believer that sometimes you got to pray over and over and over again about the same thing. And Psalm 77 and 1 says, I cried unto the Lord. Even unto the Lord have I cried unto him. And he gave ear unto me. The secret is God let you know, keep on praying. Keep on praying. Because the root is still there. And that root, amen, is the root and the offspring of King David. Talk to me somebody. It is the bright and the morning star. That root is God himself. But God is an enigma. God is a mystery. Talk to me, somebody. God, when he speaks to you, he speaks in riddles. He speaks in parables. Because you don't know who's listening in. You got to keep on believing God. Hallelujah. And that's where your minister becomes very important. Amen. So a branch shall grow out of his roots. That's the new thing that God's going to do for somebody that believes. Amen? But really, it is of old. Because it comes from the rock. How you get that? You just not got him. Well, you just not seen me, but you ain't seen the root. I've been believing God for a long time. Do you love me? Thanks. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, how much... The second verse, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, and the Spirit of knowledge of the fear of the Lord. Please follow me today, because this one ain't easy to preach, because God is an enigma. When I first heard this past Monday that I am an enigma. I really thought it was talking about me. Didn't know what it means. Couldn't find the word. Amen? But now I know that the great I am who is God, that's the mystery. Amen? He's the one that speaks in riddles. The minister is just a voice to make straight the way of the Lord. And oftentimes, when God speak like that, even in the Old Testament, it was hard to tell the difference between God and the preacher. So the preacher got to first get it clear that he is not the mystery. <laughs> Lord, how much? I am not an enigma. I'm just a, a hunk of clay. That's all. They, God got great zone. Amen? I'm not the one that speaks in wrath. Yeah, I speak in wrath. I'm always saying stuff. I'm not the one that speaks in riddles. Talk to me, somebody. But God is the one that speaks in riddles. God is the code that is hard to crack. How many of y'all hear me? The only thing the preacher is, he is just a voice to make straight the way of the Lord. You remember, amen, when those folk was at that beautiful gate, that man at that beautiful gate asking for arms, and Peter and John about to go into the temple, and it was a lame man there, amen, from his mother's womb asking for arms. And Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give thee. In the name of Jesus, arise up and walk. Yeah. And the man started walking, and the folks started looking at Peter, but Peter was not the enigma. Talk to me, somebody. He said, how come y'all looking at me? 
He said, as through my own power or through my own holiness have I made this man to walk. He said, but the name of Jesus whom ye crucified, whom Pilate was determined to let go, even by the faith that's in his name, has given this man perfect soundness. And then he said, the stone, which is the rock of ages, that the builders rejected is become the head of the corner. It's Christ in you. So when it come down to the minister, amen, we got to paint a clear picture. If God started using you, you better get yourself out of the way quick. Because you ain't no enigma. But see, whenever God said, I am, that don't mean it's you. Just like he told Moses, I am that I am. See, when God speaks to the prophets, it does say the Lord. When God speaks directly, it's I am. And you got to be careful that you don't get the glory. That's how come when he asked John the Baptist, who are thou? I mean, are you the prophet? Or are you Elijah? He said, I am just a voice. I am not the mystery. Talk to me, somebody. My code ain't hard to crack. Talk to me, somebody. I'm not obscure. See, it also means a stained glass one, something you can't look through. It's a mystery, but that's what God is. God is all of those things. Amen? But yet when God makes you a promise, when God give ear unto your cry, even unto your cry, he going to do it. You might can't never explain to folks how it happened, but God said it, and you got to have faith. Ooh, somebody. How many believe God gave this to me? Lord, have mercy. I want to take my time. The second verse. Amen. First of all, there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. And I told you that's Christ. But God talking to you today. And a branch shall grow out of his roots. That branch is that new thing, but the root is old. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Now guess what? Not only was the Spirit of God upon Jesus, the rod, talk to me somebody, but the Spirit of God is also upon the minister. But the minister got to be very careful that he don't take God's glory. Talk to me somebody. And that's how come miracles don't happen today like they used to do. Because when God do miracles now, folks, we talking about I did it. I'm the one that calls you to get that blessing. And then preaching to somebody, I prophesied to you. Do y'all hear me, saints? But God is an enigma. Amen? So the Spirit of the Lord rests upon him, according to the second chapter. It said the Spirit of wisdom, I need you to underline that, and understanding the Spirit of counsel and might, and the spirit of knowledge of the fear of the Lord. And when God, when I first heard money that I am an enigma, I thought I was talking about me. I just explained it to you. But now I know that it is God, the one that speaks in riddles. Amen? The minister is just a voice to make straight the way of the Lord. Now look what God gave me. Amen? Now the minister do have something to do with what God going to do for you. Amen? Uh... For you, to, for you to receive the full benefit of God's promise, the minister has to operate in the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Your minister need to, need to operate in the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Wisdom is that God enlightened me. Understanding is when God do it, I didn't do it. How many of y'all hear me? That how come John said, I'm not the Christ. I'm just a friend of the bridegroom. When preachers start taking the glory, then the heavens shut up and God stop moving. God ain't going to give his glory. Hallelujah. How many of y'all hear me? My God, the, the preacher is going to operate in the spirit of wisdom and of understanding. And... We get wisdom and understanding, amen, by, by studying and reading the word of God and also God revealing things to us. Do you love me, church? I ain't finished. Talk to me, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. But let's read a little further. But it says, in the spirit of counsel, understand that. 
and might. Underline the spirit of counsel and might. For you to receive the full benefits of what God has promised you, the spirit got the preacher, the minister, your minister, or whoever's ministering to you at that time must operate in the spirit of wisdom. I can't do nothing without God. And understand if God do do anything in your life, I can't get no glory. Talk to me, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Brother Bobby, God gave me that revelation when you first got saved, son. You know, you came to our tent and I laid my hands on you. And my hand stuck to your head. You just, I just drugged you all over the place. You just wouldn't let me go. It was such a dramatic event. But God be my witness, I did not expect you to become a part of this church. I'm telling you. God said he minds. God said, I did. you didn't do nothing. But the minister need to operate in the spirit of wisdom and understanding that he didn't do it. But yet God gave him insight to help you. Let's go somewhere here now. Let's go somewhere. Let's go somewhere. Y'all better say amen. So your minister need to operate in the spirit of wisdom and understanding. But I want you to underline, underline you got to have, it's going to take more than wisdom and understanding. It's going to have to be the spirit of counsel. And the spirit of counsel, talking about to us, a son is given. A child is born. Amen? The government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called a what? Wonderful counselor. The wonderful counselor, amen, is Christ. Amen? Yeah. And then it says of might, which means power. Talk to me, somebody. Amen? So the minister must operate in the spirit of wisdom and understanding, but there is a spirit of counsel and might. It said of the knowledge of the fear of the Lord. Lord, how much? This is a tough one. Talk to me, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. It is a supernatural gift of knowledge that comes upon the minister at that time that calls for him to fear God more because he knows that no man can do these miracles except God be with him. God want to do something for you through me. But I got to come to a place, amen, that yes, I have some, 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 some wisdom, and I have some knowledge, but that spirit of counsel and might, it comes on you at that time. Amen? And then just before you feel all that power, fear come on you. Because you know you can't do it unless God do it for you. And that's what keeps you humble. And that's what makes us prophesy according to the proportion of our faith. See, a whole lot of folks run through here and tell you stuff, and you don't see them no more, but I live here with you. So I got to be careful what I tell you. I can't just be proper line. Talk to me, somebody. Thank you, Lord. How many of y'all learned something? But the spirit of counsel and might is a supernatural power. Talk to me, somebody. That comes upon the minister. Amen. It calls for him to feel God the more. Because he know the thing that God is speaking in your life. I can tell you what God is going to do for you. But no man can do those miracles except God be with him. I need God with me to tell you what God is going to do for you. And I got to make a separation between me and God when God began to move in your life. And I got to tell you that I am not the Christ. That I did not do it. It's not in my hand. It's not in my power. It's not by my, it's not by power, but by his spirit. But it's by the spirit of counsel and might. Might means power. Woo! Oh my God. And that is the same spirit that God told me that came upon the prophet Elijah that called him to do great miracles. He was just like any other man. Amen? One moment, he was slaying 50, 800 prophets, fell by the fire from God. And the next moment, he was running for his life from one lady. But it was something that came on him. It was the spirit of might. Amen? And counsel. It was a word. And he just spoke it. 
but he had to always be separated. And God trying to get us to a place that we separate ourselves and stop hindering God's people from receiving their blessing. How many of y'all hear me? Because God knows one thing God ain't going to do. He ain't going to share his glory. We'll never walk around here and talk about what we've done for you. Amen? But Christ is the enigma. Christ is the mystery. Amen? Christ, God is the one that speaks in riddles. He speaks in parables. Y'all better say amen. And he do it so that so when it come to pass that no flesh would be able to glow. The Bible said we know in part. And we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, that which is in part shall be done away with, then we're going to know him even as he is. All prophecy is incomplete. Don't now preacher know all your fitness. Ooh, somebody. But the only thing we're supposed to do is make straight the way of the Lord. And how do you make straight the way of the Lord? You give all the glory to God. Just like Peter did. Amen. Peter, what y'all looking at me for? I got to separate this thing. He said, like it's through my own power or through my own holiness, but the name of Jesus whom y'all crucified, even by the faith that's in his name has healed this man. That same stone that the builders or else the church rejected, that part has become the head of the corner. Hallelujah! And with many other words did he exalt and preach to the people and said, save yourself from this up toward or just this untoward or just this crooked or this backward generation. Because in a backward generation, everybody want to get the praise. It ain't did nothing. Talk to me, somebody. But if God be God, where is my honor? Where is my glory? The minister, the, pers- the people that are speaking in your life, they have something to do with you receiving God's promise. But they need to come into, amen, the spirit of wisdom and understanding. To understand that if anything good happened in your life, if anything positive happened in your life, through my preaching, I didn't do it. How many of y'all hear me? Lord, have mercy. Now, I'm going to talk about me just for a moment here. From the beginning of my ministry, I operated in the spirit of knowledge. Amen? And wisdom. Things were coming to me. And I would speak things that I knew not. That always happened to me. Uh, This past week, three weeks ago when I got off the airplane, I went to the dentist and, uh, to get a deep cleaning. And they got me back in that chair back there, and I don't know what happened. Or oh, I thought they were going to kill me. I got to the place where I couldn't breathe. I said, I can't breathe, but they kept on. I said, stop, stop, stop. They had gave me so much anesthesia trying to kill the pain. And so they called my wife. And by the time she came there, I was coming. I couldn't even stand up. I was just, I don't know what it was. I think I had a panic attack. But when she came in there, she was the best looking thing I ever seen in my life. But I was shamed then. Big old grown, rusty man like me. And then when she came to me and started hugging me, them folks said, oh. And then I started running my mouth. I said, when I was, when I was about 15 years old under a bridge, uh, fishing and she was walking across the bridge with her auntie she was about 12 I said I heard a voice say she shall be that wife I just started talking to the doctor off like somebody crazy and, they were, and, the, and, the, and the doctor he's a Jew you know and they don't believe in, in this miracle stuff but I started witnessing my God and everybody came in there but I was shamed I said that to say this but things always came to me I always said something that I didn't know and so when I started going to high school, I remember when I, I was about 15, she was about 12. So then I, I, I got out of, I started going to high school to a new school. 
Now look now, I didn't know who she was a bit more from an Adam House cat. But uh, to make a long story short, start going to high school, and uh, you go to the high school, if you're gonna get a girlfriend, you got to already have somebody. If you didn't have nobody, nobody didn't want you. So this girl, I think her name was Rita Mae Spencer. I know her last name was Spencer, can't remember the first name. She said, hey, uh, you from Cross the River? I said, yeah. She said, uh, what's your girlfriend's name? I think she from Cross I said, Patricia Mosley. Just running my mouth. Just saying something. Just saying something. And lo and behold, amen, a few years later, there it is. But that's the way my, I got through high school like that. From the beginning, my ministry operated in a spirit of knowledge. Amen? And understanding. Amen? Let me get this right. That I would speak things that I knew not. But lately, God is making me to understand the fear of God. It's one thing to have wisdom and knowledge, but out of all of your getting, oh my God, get an understanding. And now I know that it was not me. So if God take his hands off me, I'd be nothing. So now I am beginning to operate in the spirit of understanding. And the more I understand, the more better I can bless you. Ooh, somebody. I always spoke things and said things. And, you know, it might be deja vu. My wife and I be riding my Patricia, deja vu, honey. Deja vu. I've been here before, seen this right here, done this. Been here. When I was, I've been here, girl. I've been here. Lord knows I've been here. And some of them places she's been too, but she won't talk about it. Because she had a rising Thursday morning. I said, what you saw? She, I mean, said Friday morning she had a rising. I'm tell you what it is. When you feel yourself going up. You feel yourself going up through the ceiling. You see yourself floating. And one of these times she saw herself over the holy city in Jerusalem. Another time she saw herself over Oklahoma, over a wheat field. And she looked down, she seen number white, white. And God said, my fields are ready. But it ain't no, it ain't nobody to pick the fruit. And I come, God won't let them pick the fruit because they try to get the glory. So from the beginning, we always operated in some kind of spirit. I, I just took it for granted. Things happen. You call it good luck. Always be in the right place at the right time to get a good job, to get a house. All these things. All, but it was God all the time. Amen? But now I know that, 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 that when I speak things that I don't know, amen, it is true. I understand now that it was not me. So it make me feel God the more. The third verse, and I shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of the eye, neither reprove with the hearing of the ear. Amen? When it comes to quick understanding in the fear of, when it comes to quick understanding of the fear of the Lord. Amen? Comes upon a preacher. Look what God gave me. He won't be so quick to judge people who struggle with certain issues. Amen? But he will have compassion upon the ones that want to be delivered. That's the understanding that God gave me. When the spirit of counsel and when the spirit of wisdom and understanding I always operate some kind of way that kind of way I just took it for granted I think it's me. Amen? Talk to me somebody. But then I understand that the spirit of might and counsel, that happened too sometime, but it happened very clearly. We was in the storefront. It was a lady came to the storefront. She was diagnosed with AIDS. Amen? She was in her last stages. And I laid my hands on her head. Oh, you know, when I was young, you ain't get nothing. I laid my hands on her head. And I said, God going to heal you tonight. And I laid my hands on her head. And when I laid my hands on her, it, how many ever touched a lawnmower spark plug when the lawnmower was running? <laughs> Knocked your hand back. Ouch! But anyway, when I touched this woman, it was like sparks. Were like, <laughs> and I said, ouch! Come and knock my whole arm. Ouch! Like that. 
She hit the floor, boom, like somebody had shot her. She never came back to that storefront again. I was in another city running revival about, about eight years ago. And a lady pat me on the shoulder. She said, you remember me? I said, nope. Who are you? She was a lady that had three or four babies. And she was married. Amen. And she was healthy. And she said, I'm the lady that came to that storefront. She said, you prayed for me. And it was something like leg twisted just knocked me down. I remember that. And she didn't mention about the other thing, but I know what it was. God heal her. That's the spirit of might. Amen? And how come those things don't happen often? It's because we don't understand. You got to come to a quick understanding that you didn't do nothing. Hallelujah! I could tell you some other cases. Especially when I was in Barbados. Oh, I've seen that thing move over there. I've never seen like that before in my life. Woman coming there, 24 years old. She came in my prayer line. And I said, I see these are uh, four meatballs. I said, I see four meatballs. I said, it's three or four. How many? She said, four. I said, God going to heal you today. But what I did not know, one of them things was big as a grapefruit. And I said, you know, in, in the States, I don't touch nobody. You know. But I laughed, I'm going to feel this thing here tonight. I put my hands on that lady. And I felt that thing disappear. Y'all better say amen. The lady uh, called me back through Sister Casey and different ones, down, you know, and, and, and uh, discovered that she had, at an early age, she was diagnosed with these fibroid tumors. And for her age, it was unusual. Y'all better say amen. But when God healed that woman, I better leave the rest of her alone. Because it healed her life with her husband, if you know what I mean. And then he got saved. That's might and that's power. But I didn't do nothing. You got to first understand. Join the Baptist I'm not the Christ. I'm only a friend. That's in any case. Do you love me, church? Amen? So when the spirit, when the, 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 uh, when the spirit of knowledge and quick understanding comes upon a minister, I told you now, your minister got something to do with you receiving these things. I can't get no glory for building this church. It was that same kind of stuff came on up. We was trying to buy a church building. And at the last moment, they sold it to somebody else. December the 26th, 1996, we was getting ready to go to Saturday morning prayer meeting. Got up at 6, at six o'clock, and we all, all feeling sad. And God said, how do you, I forgot now. By October 1997, that's what God said. You're going to have land to build a church. For I sent my angel in the way before you to show you how to place to pitch your tent. I came to that prayer meeting. I said, I heard from heaven. I heard from heaven. I don't care what the sugar companies say and what nobody say. We're going to build a church from the ground up. <laughs> kind of got off my point there, but I'm, I'm going to get back on right quick here. Amen? When the... Uh, the spirit of knowledge of the fear of the Lord. That's a different knowledge now than a word of knowledge. And this knowledge is, you'll know that no man, just like Nicodemus said, Master, you have to come from God. Because no man can do these miracles except God be with him. And Jesus told Nicodemus, you need to be born again. Or you will never understand this. Because the spirit is just like the wind. You hear the sign. You see the trees moving, but you don't know which way the wind came. How many of y'all hear me? Woo, I'm preaching today. I'm trying to help us. I'm trying to help me. Do you hear me, saying? When the spirit of counsel of the fear of the Lord comes upon a preacher, he won't be so quick to judge those who struggle with certain issues, especially when they want to get saved. 
but he'll have compassion upon them, especially the ones that want to be delivered. Now check this out. Yet, the preacher is going to be holy. But just like Jesus, people from all walks of life is going to be drawn to him. And that's what God is showing me. I've been telling y'all God been showing me little at a time. Folks going to come through those doors, ex-crackheads, prostitutes, and all kind of folks. And that's what you need wisdom in. I, child, I remember what she used to do. Child, she used to run them clues. If that person wants to be delivered, you're going to have compassion. And you're going to realize that if God didn't have mercy on you, you would be in the same shape. Hallelujah. And not only that, people are going to fall, some of them. And if that brother is overtaken in their fault, since you got so much spirituality, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. At least I'll also be tempted. That's the understanding that God gave me. Do you love me, saints? So we're going to make him a quick understanding in the fear of God. And he shall what? Not judge after the sight of the eye. Neither we prove what they're hearing or the ear. We're still going to judge. Amen? But we're not going to judge after what we see. And we're not going to reprove for what we hear. But we're going to judge with righteousness. The high the Bible says be quick to do what? Hear and slow to do what? Speak. Ju don't judge nothing before the time because you don't know that case. Just pray. See, that's the quick understanding. And people got a habit of just pouncing. Y'all better say amen. But when you get a quick understanding, you won't be so quick to judge, but you'll have compassion on the righteous. Jesus said, I have compassion on the multitude. Send them away. Let them, I can't send them folk back home. If they do, a whole lot of them going to die. Make them all sit down on the ground. How are we going to feed all these folk? I mean, this little bread ain't enough. Make them all sit down. Jesus took that bread and blessed it. Amen? Because the Bible said he knew what he was going to do. And what he was going to do, he was going to draw from the spirit of counsel and might. He took a few little fishes and five loaves of bread, a multitude of people, and everybody was fed. Because he had the spirit of counsel and might. Which means power. God still do miracles. But when power come on you and might, you need to understand very quickly that you didn't do that. Ooh, somebody. Hallelujah. Talk to me, somebody. You need to know that you didn't do that. But to God be the glory. You need to say, I'm not the Christ. I'm just a friend. Do y'all still love me, church? Hallelujah. Yet the preacher himself, the minister, is going to be holy. But just like Jesus, people are going to be drawn from him from all walks of life. Just this past week, Sunday evening, you know, when I'm at the house with my children and my, and my grandchildren, it's not that I'm funny. But we were sitting there eating with Doreen and Fred and my grandbabies at the house in the rocks the last week. And a man standing at the door, he says, a man at the door. I go out to the door and this man standing there, he said, I need to talk to you. I want to say, man, I'm eating with my family. And I was going to let him in the house, but I smelled all that dope on him. So I said, close the door behind me. He said, something followed me. He said, uh, I stay in a hotel. I don't know why you stay in a hotel because of the hurricane. I don't know. But he stay in a hotel. He's married. His wife is pregnant. And he pulled out his phone and he started showing me these pictures that he took in the hotel room. And it looked like cartoon characters. That's what it looked like over the kid's bed. You know, looking like a cartoon character. A picture of a snake wrapped around one child. A big old snake around his wife. Just, and I've seen all these things on this man. And I prayed for him, prayed over his oil, but he wouldn't go. He kept coming back. I said, Trisha, he crying after us. That's the same thing the disciples said about the lady that had demons in her. Send her away, for she cries after us. The lady said, oh, Jesus, thy son of David, my daughter is vexed with a devil. The 
disciples said, send her away. Jesus said, I can't take the children's bread and give it to the dog. Sunday, my children was eating. But that man had faith in me. Are you following me? And so that's when God revealed understanding is my ministry, them kind of folk going to be drawn to me. And if they want to be delivered, I got to give them time. But the fact of the matter is that man kept coming back, kept coming. He, just, he still ain't stopped. And then I remembered three years ago, his daddy came to me with the same problem. And I know that it is related to drugs. That those demons, demons are real. I'm telling you, he showed me photographs of images that looked like cartoon characters and snakes and pythons. And he said he got to the red light because he saw one in the back of his car. And he jumped out at the red light and he looked back at that thing and the thing had a shirt on just like him and it looked like him. And it was following him. And it's about to drive him crazy. But those spirits on that man. But when you come to a quick understanding, that's what God anointed for. Isaiah 61 said, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach good tidings to me, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord, and to comfort all that mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes and all of joy for mourning, for the Spirit of heaviness, that they may be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be what? Glorified. You ain't going to get no glory. So I'm learning that. God going to use me more as I get older. But I ain't going to get no glory. I understand that now. If the spirit of might come upon me and something happened like it did for that lady almost 20 years ago, I can't get no glory. Talk to me, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. Another lady called me, amen, to her house. When I got to the house, she said, sit down. I sat down. And uh, this been about 12, 15 years ago. She said, I went to the doctor to get an operation, and the cancer isn't operable. She said, it's throughout my body, throughout my lymph nodes, and the doctors give me six months to live. And I said, you gonna live, woman. And I, I told my wife, my wife with me, I sit down in the front of her legs right here, and I grab her like this right here. And I put my hands around her like this, and I buried my head in her stomach like this. And I said, in the name of Jesus, live! She go back to the doctor a month later. The doctor was shocked. No cancer nowhere. Completely well. A complete miracle. She brought me the doctor report after test after test. No cancer. I said, come to the church and testify. She said, mm-mm. She said, nope. And then one time she came to me. I said, uh, you got something to say? She said, mm-mm. I ain't got nothing to say. Do you love me, church? God ain't never out in your life. Amen? So praise God. It says, but with righteousness shall he judge the poor. Now when people are poor, what that mean? They are lacking something. And he's going to reprove equity for the meek of the earth shall smite the earth. I mean, for he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth. That's Christ. And with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. That means God going to work through you. Go down to the sixth verse. Amen. And the wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf and the young lions and the felons together, and a little child shall lead them. Now, amen. If we judge after the sign of the eye, and after the hearing of the ear, the wolf will never lay down with the lamb. But if we judge righteously, God will call some of those wolves to be converted. Somebody said, he just got old wolf spirit. <laughs> My God. But suppose he want to be free from that. How many of y'all learned something? When you start understanding that some of them folks, you ain't going to judge because of the way they look and how they talk. Because God is going to bring some of those wolves to convert them. Some of them folks that got bad spirit going to be converted. How many of y'all hear me? Lord, how many say? Thank you, Jesus. Somebody bless him. Turn this on, 77, we're going home. Yes, one.
talk to me, somebody. Do you love me, saints? I cried unto God with my voice. You've been praying for a long time. And I come to tell you that some relief is coming. Amen? It says, even with my voice, and he gave ear, God has heard somebody. How many believe it? Now, you got to believe in the vision that the minister, that God has given him towards you. And the minister need to operate not just in knowledge. I saw it. Not just in wisdom, I seen it, but quick understanding. That when it happened, I didn't do it. It was God. If, if, if I was not there, God could use another preacher. Just like it was, amen, after the disciples, when, uh, you know, when Judas Issachar fell by transgression. He was one of the twelve. Amen? But what they did was, after Judas died for trying to get glory and trying to steal money, what did God do? The Bible said they cast their lots. And the lots fell upon Mattis, and he was numbered with the disciples. Whew. Do you love me, saints? All the way to the 19th verse. See, and somebody's still asking how, because God is an enigma. Amen? And he did not say, God is. That if, if a prophet would have told me this thing, he would have said, thus said the Lord. God said he is. No, it, didn't, it came, I am an enigma. I heard it Monday, I heard it Wednesday, I heard it Thursday, I heard it Friday, and I heard it yesterday. God said, I am an enigma. And I was thinking it was me. God said, you got to separate yourself some. But the revelation did not come until I realized that it was the great I am. When God said, I am, he might be talking through you, but he ain't talking about you. How many of y'all hear me? If you ever hear I am through your mind, it ain't you. It's the great I am. He told Moses, who shall I fulfill me? Tell them children, I am that I am. I'm the true vine. I'm the bread of life. I am. Amen? Whenever you hear I am, I don't care if it's in your mind. It ain't talking about you. You need to immediately separate yourself. I ran to the house of the attrition. I am not an enigma. I, am, I don't speak in riddles. I'm not a mystery. But the great God that speaks to us, if we would allow him, he is the enigma. He is the mystery. He speaks in riddles. He speaks in parables. And he do it so no flesh would glow in his presence. So the 19th verse, somebody still wondering how these things going to happen. It said, thy way is in the sea. I don't care how bad you are. You can never look down and say what's in the sea. There have been many lost treasures in the sea. There are creatures in the sea that are still being discovered until this day. The sea is a mystery. And how this thing is going to happen, how God is going to bring that branch, going to grow out of that root, I don't know. Amen? How God is going to do that new thing in your life, I do not know. How are you going to get your house, your breakthrough, I don't know. But I come to tell you that God's going to do it. Because God is an enigma. He's a mystery. And his way is in the sea. Which means a mystery is hidden. Talk to me somebody. He said in one place, behold ye among the heathens. He said, behold in your day. I will do a work in your day that you will not believe. Do a man declare it unto you. You just got to believe it. And what it is, is you cried unto God. Even with your little old weak voice. Sometimes you were so weak. You were so fragile. Oh, God. Oh, God, I can't do this. Even unto God. And he gave ear. Once he gave ear, oh, boy. I need to tell you that God didn't hurt somebody. But when God bring it to pass, I can't get no glory. Somebody said, that's so strange. Well, God is an enigma. And I always knew that. And God always speaks to me stuff that I don't know nothing about. Amen? Hold on. 19. Thy way is in the sea and thy path in the great waters. The footstep, what it says, is not known. God will tell you that he's going to do it, but you don't know how he's going to do it. You don't know what he's coming to first watch. The second watch, 
or the third watch. But if he say he coming, he that shall come, he will come, and he ain't lying to you. Ooh, stand to your feet. Wait, is, is any more? Oh, I ain't do, I ain't do, no, one more. So I'm, 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 I'm coffee, you know, we live in an analytical day. And folks like to analyze and they know more of your business than you know your business. What the next verse say? Say, thou leads thy people like a flock by the hands of Moses and Aaron. Moses and Aaron was ministers. See, that's when you need the ministry. That's when you need the minister. Amen? Moses did not make that Red Sea uh, part. Moses didn't know what to do. God told Moses to get up at midnight. They borrowed all the gold and all the silver, and the children of Israel start marching. And Moses said, what are we going to do? I'm going to get down to the Red Sea. How are we going to get by? God said, when you get down there, I'll tell you. Because God is an enigma. God is a mystery. God speaks in riddles. And when Moses got down to the Red Sea, Moses said, what am I going to do, God? God said, stretch out your rod. And, not, and he stretched the rod out, and the water stood on a heap. And the children of Israel went crawl from the dry land. You still need a preacher. And he need to understand that he didn't do it. But he's going to tell you what God said. Stand to your feet. Woo! Should be a day of miracles. I want you to claim it today. Y'all must say amen. But God spoke to me. And he did not spoke to me. He spoke through me. I am an enigma. But it is for all of you today. Hallelujah to God. The way God support this ministry by folks giving and people support us, I know that it's not because I'm smart. It's not because I know how to do nothing. But it's because of God. Peter, a my God, had fish on the lake or the sea. And they had taken nothing. And Jesus said, launch out a little bit from the land. He said, Master, we have fished all night long. We have toiled all night and have taken nothing. He said, launch out into the deep. He said, never let at thy word. We're going to launch. And when they launched, they enclosed a great multitude of fish and their nets began to break. My God, my God. And another time when Peter uh, uh, was in a, up there sunbathing with a bunch of men. Talk to me somebody. Hallelujah. And he saw Jesus, he jumped into the sea. He said, away from me, I'm a, I'm a sinful man. Jesus said, fear not, for henceforth you're going to catch men. But Peter said, away from me. What Peter was saying, I didn't catch them fishes. See, Peter had an understanding. Peter had an understanding. I didn't do that. Peter was trying to explain that I didn't do that. Hallelujah.